You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Let's talk about Missing Link. What a good band name. You like that one? Love the name. So this is uh, Heavy Hardcore. You're familiar with everybody's familiar with that concept? Uh, not yeah, yeah, Triple B. <laughs> not listen. Uh, Beatdown gets thrown around very loosely uh, these days. It's an easy one. It's it's easy. That's right. That's uh, right. It doesn't mean it's accurate though. No. Uh, missing. Hate breed ain't beatdown. Yeah, hate breed is not beatdown. Nor is missing link. Uh, you can tell they like it. <laughs> but it's heavy hardcore. Uh, this is uh, one of those bands that I think is uh, percolating right now. Uh, share members with uh, bands that are having their moment. And it's a lot of uh, uh, band veterans that are uh, all good at what they do. And uh, this song that we're about to play is called Two Cent Circus. And it is uh, it features Nate from God's Hate. Uh, mm. And, yeah, mm. and, and uh, it is mm. going to be on a two song flexi that Triple B is uh, releasing for This Is Hardcore and giving mm. out for free. Uh, free. Free. That's free. Yes. And then uh, the full length uh, is coming uh, shortly after that. Uh, this is what we call promo in the biz, everybody. Missing Link must be a very special band because a label is actually doing promotion for them. How nice. And <laughs> Missing Link, the song title is? The song title is Two Cent Circus. Let's go. Stick them on the dark, the way that I feel Shock it down, 
Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I am Tom. Gentlemen, I'm experiencing some computer weirdness where <clears throat> uh, mm. it's like it's hitching. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, it, does, it shouldn't impact the recording. I'm just going, if you, it, it will impact it in this one way. If you notice me becoming agitated and you go, wow, Patrick's, uh, what's going on? Yeah, uh, it's man. Uh, Patrick's like, reminding me of that Will Smith character in the Will Smith movie Hitch. Hitch. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, well, uh, let's get to it. Let's get to it before we get into anything uh, silly or jokey or ad reads. Um, up front, Tom, you got some some stuff to to share and stuff we want to let everyone know about. Yes. Um, so there's going to be a benefit for our folks in Year of the Knife. Um, on July 17th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, at the world's famous Bonks Bar. Mm. It's so Monday, July 17th. It's upon stone, St. Peeler. Shout out to Adrian. Creeping Death. Um, show starts at the doors are at seven, show starts at eight. It's at, like I said, it's at Bonks Bar, 3467 Richmond Street in lovely Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, go, you know, if you can't make it, there's other ways to help. Um, we'll put, we'll post all of this in, um, on our socials and stuff like that. So there's a GoFundMe and there's other ways to, to assist these folks. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, this is the first of hopefully, um, many benefit shows to, to help everybody out that was involved in that awful, awful accident. Yes. Uh, want to talk more about it. Uh, but <clears throat> let's say thanks to, the sponsor, homies, Run for Cover Records. Oh, uh, y- yes. To Live a Lie. Mm, yeah. Close Casket Activities. <laughs> and Convulse <laughs> Records. Yeah. Legendarily inappropriate, Patrick. Uh, run for Cover Records, runforcoverrecords.com. Uh, I know, this guy. Uh, what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to do some, some, some uh, speed race stuff. The new Fiddlehead record, everybody's telling me, is fantastic. Uh, they got some record release shows coming soon. You need to get it. Just get it. Um, and if you're there, get the Pity Sex Feast of Love 10-year anniver- anniversary Hell edition. Yeah. I uh, am a huge fan of Pity Sex. Uh, one of my favorite run for cover rock bands. So check Great. it out. Uh, to Live a Lie. Um, yo, I'm going to make this easy. Uh, Low-key, To Live a Lie has been putting out some of the best stuff in a long time. The uh, the record I'm most excited about right now is the Violencia <clears throat> LP that they got coming out. Uh, I don't know. I believe we actually have talked about this band before. Uh, the LP is Viviendo Tiempos on Mas Oscuros, and it is awesome. Uh, fast hardcore punk from Tijuana. We have talked about them. 
it's just great. I think if you like fast hardcore, you're going to like it. It's certainly got some of the punk energy, but in that way where it's like, this is, it's got some dirges. It's got some blasts. It's got everything you'd want. Um, so if you're a mind eraser fan, if you're a rival mob fan, if you're a Los Crudos fan, if you're a one word death threat fan, uh, check this record out. I'm psyched on it. Valencia viviendo tiempos aún más oscuros LP. Check it. Convulse records, uh, convulserecords.com we're doing all of them guys convulse records get the alienator world of hate seven inch that we promoted last week everybody psyched about it uh seeing it all over the place uh i don't know how long it's gonna last out there let's see yeah yeah go get it right now uh portland really cool check it out uh and last one closed casket what should we promote on closed casket closed casket activities.com you know what let's promote this Get some maggot stomp stuff. I think that Twitching Tongues reissue they did, is that still available? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Let's see. Um, Twitching Tongues, one of the pillars of the closed casket world. Mm, sure. Correct? No, no questions about it. No um, question. Sleep therapy. Sleep therapy. It's the double reissue thing. Where is it at? Come on. What are we doing? Twi- twitching tongues. Let's see. Yeah, go get this. Uh, oh, it's all sold out. <laughs> Can't get, it. Can't get, get, that. A sh- get a shirt instead. Get the shirt instead. Uh, the Fleshwater record. Yeah, the Fleshwater record is back in press. Yo, that's the problem with Closed Casket. Everything sells out super quick. You got to be up on it. You know what? <clears throat> yeah, you know what? Get the tongue- Twitching Tongues camo hat. Why not? It's hunting season somewhere. <laughs> like, do you think they hunt in the San Fernando Valley? Uh, I think they fish. I don't think they hunt, but I think that's. A, I think it's a cultural thing where if you know if you fish, you can kind of be in the club. Do so you think they fishing? They they fishing. They've gone fishing. Gone fishing. Closecastactivities.com. Um, <clears throat> yo, uh, the the year of the knife accident has been in my head recently largely because i think the way tom framed it on our last episode which we recorded <clears throat> shortly after we heard about it you know um maybe it was a couple days something like that you know and we didn't even know we didn't know if it was going to be just like hey everybody's hurt but they're there uh it's serious it's a serious thing but as Tom noted, all three of us, a lot of people who are listening to this podcast have been in vans on tour. Uh, a lot of people who are listening to this podcast want to be in a van on tour. I bet almost everyone who's been listening to this podcast has been in a vehicle on a highway. Yeah, I would think. You're like two seconds away. A half yeah, second from times. one driver or the other, you know? And it's terrifying because... Uh, even people with good coverage, good insurance, good this, good that, whatever, whatever. It's a really scary situation. Um, I just want to send all of the thoughts out to those folks. Uh, hope you get better, Maddie. Hope everyone else is staying strong. They got a good team over there. Um, and if you got a couple bucks, go, go support that GoFundMe. It's, uh, 
it is it is crazy to think about what kind of situation you know i just you know personalize it for yourself uh i personalize it for myself if that happened to me uh i would be in serious trouble obviously the health stuff right but there's a financial component to it where it's like okay you're alive but guess what you're in a position where maybe you're self-employed or maybe you don't have a traditional job so you don't have traditional insurance health health insurance you're jammed up those bills add up and even people with good health insurance uh you might be jammed up so right and you're halfway across the country from your family yeah right right uh you know it just didn't happen like down the street yeah so <clears throat> yeah this should, support uh, stuff like that all right all right all right <sighs> let's get to our shenanigans uh guys how you doing how you feeling Strong, powerful. Patrick, wow. you're 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 in Perth. That's correct. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> just for another couple of days, and then uh, Lithuania. Everybody, check out uh, the YouTube. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm in Lithuania uh, starting on Wednesday. Uh, for fun? No, we're playing Devil Stone. Uh, would you look up Devil Stone Festival? I will please? not. I, I, <laughs> I'm I definitely only, look that up. I'm, because you're going to be opening for a fucking Watain or something and being called. <sighs> I'm not picturing nice devil words. sticks. No, no, no. This is, well, there are some devil sticks there. You know what it is? It's like um, uh, there's definitely some. Remember suspension? Remember uh-huh. that? Yeah. I think yep. there's some suspension going on. Uh, oh, like people that hang themselves by their meat yeah. from their back? Yeah. 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 I think we played a show with a band that did that. I think it's that type of scene that uh, I'm about to play. Devilstone 2023. Can you even fully anyway. comprehend that? No. Okay. <laughs> to answer your question, no. It's, it's no. Sure. Um, I the idea. Whoever thought of it is strange. Who's like? Yeah. You know what? You ever you ever think about hanging yourself from the flesh of your back and somebody can't, said, can't no, grasp no. the subject? No thanks. No, no, I, no, no I never no, did. And he goes, I've thought about it. And he goes, uh, okay. What, what what are you doing with that thought? Well, I've I've devised a whole thing. I I'm. I'm going to hire some test subjects. Hire some test subjects. What are you talking about? You know, like how did this go? Right. Is my question. They're, you, they're like you. You got to know how it what it feels like. You got to know. You got to try it. Just you got to taste it to know up. how it tastes. Ha-ha, you picked up. Good. <laughs> it's about time. Um, Who booked you on this? Can I can I have their number? <laughs> Listen, I'm very excited about this. To be honest, uh, I, I would East really stage. like you're playing the East stage. I really want to go to Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia. I'm fascinated, uh, so I'm, so I'm a little I'm, jealous. Uh, I'm having like a weird moment in my life where, I, like, when I listen to podcasts, if anybody is talking about their life instead of the subject that I want to hear about, I like have like a weird baby, <laughs> babyish conniption fit. So uh-huh. I apologize to our listeners. Um, I I am excited to go to Lithuania. Then we're <clears throat> then we're in Oslo for a week. But I have hmm. no, I th- no disrespect to the people of Oslo. I just, I've been there. You know what I mean? And I just like to be someplace that I haven't been. So, I, I was going to fly to uh, uh, Northern Ireland uh, because it's, it is a place. You've I've been never there been. though? No, never been. I, uh, I've been okay. to Ireland uh, a couple times. Never, never been to uh, Northern Ireland. Uh, I, to our listeners in Northern Ireland, I, I, I'm just fascinated by like the idea of peace walls. It's just such a f- like really it, the people, the, the, the people there have probably normalized that in Belfast. Right. But like mm. to the, 
outside world, that's about as crazy an idea as ever has ever existed. <laughs> and and yeah. I, I would like to see it, you know, I, I, I don't always travel for the most luxurious stuff or the nicest stuff. I, I, I'd like to see the most interesting stuff and that's, that's just fascinating to me. So I wanted to go, uh, we'll see if I end up there, uh, or if I just hang out in Oslo getting work done for five days, but I, uh, what's in Oslo. Uh, so we do you waiting for another show or something. We do Devilstone, and then five days later, we have uh, two festivals, one in Oslo and one in a place, forgive me, everybody, in, in Norway. I, uh, I can't pronounce it, uh, but, but it is also in Norway. And uh, these places are – that's more like way more – uh, general audience festivals mm. like Weezer played one of them one year. It, you know, it's kind of like um, they strike me as like municipality festivals. You know, like where it's like the the city says you're playing you know, like yeah, like the pickle fest of or yeah, yeah and, and uh, so so that'll be like such a quite a difference after Devilstone uh, for people that are uh, you know if you go look at Devilstone, there's a a video mm. that I'm going to send uh, you fellas. You don't have to watch it on the air, but I would love it if you. Uh, just looked at the, uh, the, 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 the thumbnail, please. Uh, <laughs> this is, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here it is. Let's go fellas. Um, well, you're playing the East stage on Friday, July 14th with dad cap mm-hmm. steak, mm, steak drug mm-hmm. church at 825 mm-hmm. pigs, 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 pigs. Oh, you got, did you get all the pigs? Cause I think it's seven. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It's a weird the fans can't dance, brute. but they'll steal your money. <laughs> so, and Carpenter Brute, who I know, I know the name. Carpenter Brute is uh, great. It's uh, it's oh. not qu- it's not quite dance music, but it is you know it's like electronic music, and it's uh, it's obviously inspired by John Carpenter music, but it's it, mm-hmm. it it's uh, it's really good at what it is. And I just watched uh, it playing you know one of the big festivals, maybe Hellfest or whatever, and <clears throat> because it's essentially just a DJ he's really done everything in his power to make it visually compelling. It's like, there's a drummer on there. There's fire being shot everywhere. <laughs> like it's, it's a lot going on. Oh, I just sent you the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. This one's pretty <laughs> good. Like, though. Okay, this cool. Pretty good. Hill. <laughs> I mean, I'll read about Jonah Hill being this a is dick. A, yeah. This is well, that's the trailer for the new worst possible timeline episode. I bet. <laughs> What's on. the deal with Jonah Hill? Wow. Of course, we got to talk. We got to talk about the moment. Got to talk about this important uh, Jonah Hill moment. Uh, and what's about Oslo Fest? You know the name, Pat? That's uh, Devil Sticks too. Yeah, it's Devil Sticks too. Let me see. It's Tummy Sticks. Have either see. of you ever used Devil Sticks? I don't know what that is. Oh yeah, you Patrick, do, Tom. explain yeah, you explain do. explain Devil Sticks to Tom. You might. He lived in a real city. I don't know. If I'm from Brooklyn. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know I'm what I mean. Like Park. We played wiffle ball. Like, like, okay. Um, it is Devil Sticks are the uh, Juggalo cousin of Hacky Sack. That's correct. Oh yeah, I definitely never. You think, man? I'm looking at these now. You think <laughs> dudes in Sunset Park play with this bullshit? <laughs> I got friends that got shot. I mean, I'm fucking Listen. Devil Sticks. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, what is the most? What is the most Devil Sticks hardcore band that's ever existed? Oh, if I say, if I say, I was, I was, I was going to go in a different direction, but it's it's not entirely wrong. But there is, there's a band that I see. They're an active band right now that I I think is like 
you know, they might sell redacted. We'll do the bleep. So, yeah, um, <laughs> and then someone's gonna be like, Yo, what'd you say? Um, and I go, Pat said, and then I'm gonna name ah, some scary band. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, in the spirit of not spending all our time talking about uh, personal life stuff, um, this stuff uh, is interesting. At least. I love it. No, I love it. I love devil sticks. They're fun. I haven't even thought about them in like 20 years. Um, yo, the, uh, we're doing Mach Madness next week, just as a, a you know a warning, pre-disclosure, and we're gonna do the Titans bracket, and that means the biggies, the, as we determined of the '80s, all going head to head. We're just gonna have fun with it. So that'll be the. Uh, <coughs> this will be the toughest. Re- reintroducing yeah. ourselves on the '80s Mosh Madness tip, just to kind of get our feet back in the back in the pool. I uh, was having a thought today. You're so alive. Yes, thank you. Uh, for the very first time. Did you guys see the Misfits played last night in Newark at the Prudential Center? I was there. You was went? Invited. Oh. Um, f- well, let me... I, I, we have the f- a man on the ground. Patrick, what was your awareness? Did you know this happened even? Uh, no. The only thing I know about the uh, United States is uh, uh, mass shootings. That's all. And the Jonah, Hill. And, Jonah and, Hill. And Jonah Hill is being mean. Complete yeah, unrelenting control. Um, so here's my observations. Tom, I want you to clarify. Sure. It was not a full house. It wasn't not a full house. It was. They sold about 11,000 people there. It's mm. pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. And it was, it was scaled to 12,000, so it was pretty good. Okay. Okay. Um, the Prudential Center, Patrick, is the uh, home of the New Jersey Devils NHL team, so that's pretty cool. Um, they did a pretty mixed set. It, like, uh, did they pull out some songs they haven't played before? Is that right? Yeah, from what I can tell, yeah. They played "Comeback," which I don't think I've ever seen them play. Um, Danzig sounded great. Uh, maybe. I mean, look. Dude's old. For his age, he's looking good, but he's also looking old. I mean, Doyle is a is a is a medical masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> like that dude like looks better than any twenty eight year old muscle guy. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you guys ever seen that the muscle guy, older muscle guy? It's all in the face. So if you got a gig where you can be older muscle guy but you get to wear face paint too you're you're in like flynn that's perfect you know what i'm saying mm, like sure. that's the best of both worlds you don't get the weird awkward uh like crow's feet anything weird like so shout out to them um all right now give us the overall was it good great excellent i would say it was it was pretty good i thought they were better at the garden oh yeah yeah you know <clears throat> um but I thought there was, I mean, those songs are still those songs. People freak out. People sing along. Um, they played for like hour and 20. They seemed like they were having a grand old time. Um, and then, yeah, the sound wasn't great from where we were sitting. But some people like were like, yeah, where I was sitting, it was great. Like, okay. So it all depends. Um, I, we had, I had a lot of talk about like like real dorky, like, that that stu- that that arena was the last one built with that template because it sounds so bad for music. 
<laughs> right. Like literally. <laughs> and and they were like, this is why this place is built. I'm like, oh, because like I've gone to shows at like Barclays Center or like the UBS Arena out on Long Island and it sounds good. It's like, yeah, because they took everything that the Prudential Center fucked up and Yeah. Um, but I thought they were cool. Um I mean, I've never seen so many I wore the shirt of the band I'm going to see people. Oh, that that's like like ninety percent in the dictionary of I wore the band the shirt of the band I went to see is is a Misfits logo. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean they sounded really cool. Like I mean, you know what? If they play every couple of years, yeah, I'd go see them every couple of years. All right, I think you you you've convinced me. I had a pang at like uh, eight thirty last night. I was like, uh, should I go? Yeah, Jeff TDT was there, but like, that's cool. Tickets definitely like came down. Like, it was cheaper to see the Misfits than a movie kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, you know what? Uh, It had they had the world's worst flyer, like it, like monstrosity. Like, I I get it. They want to run a tight ship, but like, someone besides Danzig should make that flyer. Like that thing was ugly. I don't know who made it. It's the worst. It looks the same on everyone. Yeah, they're so bad. And they have to name the people because, like, they're so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't just say, like, the Misfits. It's going to be like, yeah. the Misfits with this guy and this guy and, and, and yeah. this guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's I mean, like, Dave Lombardo is the biggest dude in the band, and he doesn't even get mentioned. Isn't that <laughs> funny? I wonder how. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to count pockets. Um, I was I, talking about that, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any inter- insider yeah, information, yeah, yeah. but I wonder. I'm, like, sitting there watching, and I'm like, <laughs> you're like, which one of these guys is getting fucked? And we know the answer. <laughs> like, uh, we, we yeah, the answer, yeah. guy listed third on the flyer, probably. Yep. That's right. Um, but there's like percentages, I'm sure. And like, oh, yeah. It, and there's AC Slade, who's like the guy from the Murder Dolls, that like is the dude that holds it all together. Ah, no yes, shit. Yes, really? Yes. He plays guitar like in the shadows and sings everything. Oh. And- <laughs> He's always been in it, though. He's, I mean, on all the reunions. But like, I wonder, like, do they throw him a couple bucks? He gets know. a couple bucks. He's paid like a, you know, like a, like an employee. Like, yeah, like salary. like a, a stage crew. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, you, you know, like you know. Um, yo, I, this got me thinking because I saw all the videos. I was like, uh, uh, the Misfits played an outsized role in my love of punk music, hardcore music in the '90s. Like, obviously, they weren't. The version of the Misfits that existed when I was getting into hardcore was like barely a thing in my brain. You know what I mean? Like it existed. I know people like it now, but like that wasn't the Misfits to me. Mm. Um, but I was like, oh, I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, what were the bands I loved? Like loved, loved. And it was like the Misfits, Shelter, uh, a couple of the like straight edge bands of the time. Certainly the Rev catalog stuff. I was like, oh, that was kind of that is kind of a mixed bag of weird stuff. And um, and I was trying to think, like I, I get the sense, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, that that's kind of the energy of kids right now. Like if you're a young person, your favorite bands aren't ten bands who are all metalcore. You know what I mean? Or they aren't ten adjacent bands, and you don't really, you know, you're like, oh, I like Fiddlehead and Citizen and Drug Church and Military Gun and this and this. You probably like are more likely to be like, oh, I like Drug Church and Military Gun and Drain and Pain of Truth and Mind For it. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I feel right. like that's kind of more the energy right now. Oh, 100% more the energy, more than <clears throat> we would always make fun of 
Albany kids would always make fun of Syracuse kids because we'd be like, they like everything. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, like, what's going on? They fucking, they like, you know, you know they're, they're uh, uh, whatever. They, they, it, it was, it was always like, oh, they like uh, uh, Black SS and Taking Back Sunday. What? You know what I mean? Right, and right, right. That, that was completely unknowable to us because uh, a lot of people in Albany, you know, people went through these weird phases where they, you know, suddenly they were, the, everything sounded like the Cro-Mags or suddenly everything sure. uh, sounded like uh, rival mob light. You know what I mean? Like there, there were, there was all these fucking phases, but it was, people didn't have, you know, kind of varied interests. <laughs> you know, it's so, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, but it, now that's, that's normal and uh, also mentally healthy. <laughs> so so uh, gl- glad, uh, glad that young people now, and you know, listen, it's all self-interest. Uh, I'm sitting there going, yeah, I'm glad uh, young people like my band. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I think this is a good one for you, Patrick and you too, Tom, I think both of you, uh, but think back to early for you, you know, like first 20, first 30 bands kind of thing. You know what I mean? Your first grip. What was the variety like? Cause I, I think when people look back, because I, I certainly hit that wave where once I was into hardcore for several years, I waned it down. Was like, this is the shit I love. You know what I mean? And yeah, I like this thing over there, and I like this thing over there. But you know, if you asked Bob in two thousand one, do you like pop punk? I'm like, fucking no, I don't like pop punk. Did that mean I didn't like the Descendants? No, I, I liked the Descendants. Did that mean I didn't like Lifetime? No, I liked Lifetime. And there were always exceptions. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, but I, there's, there's I'd created, my, I'd created my rule, like my yep, thing. Sure. But I the the Misfits thing got in my brain because I'm like, oh yeah, they were early for me, and then I was thinking about the other ones, and really it was that that Shelter and the Misfits because those are two really different places. <laughs> um, but they 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 were both very important, and I was like, oh, that's first twenty, first thirty, something like that. Records. What did you have a range when you think about it? Uh. Not really within hardcore. Uh, well, no, that's not true. That's not true. But okay. Uh, so if we're talking about subculture things, it was, I loved the boss tones at a very young age. I loved yep. minor, I loved minor threat. I mm-hmm. uh, loved earth crisis, loved sick of it all. Uh, yeah. So right there, right there. We can stop right there. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, My, I'm boss saying, tones, minor threat, earth crisis, sick of it all. That's a pretty range. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Here's the thing. We think, we think that, Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know that to somebody with a really wide range, that doesn't all sound like it's in the same cupboard. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, it, 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 so the person that was like, that was also really enjoying, I don't, I, I'm trying to think of something very subculture adjacent. Like, okay, here's a great example. For me, stuff like Helmet was too far afield. You know yep. what I mean? At that time. It, and it, it was like, nah, 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 come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I, I've told you the thing that I can't repeat cause it's no longer, uh, you know, it's, it's not a thing people say anymore, but, uh, the mm-hmm. way that a lot of people in Albany felt about Fugazi, like it, it, it's, yeah. uh, th- there's, uh, you know, I, I mean, look, it, it, I, I feel like that's variety, but I also am a guy who is at an advanced age, still checking out new hardcore bands, on the regular. So I'm just saying to somebody- You're not wrong. No, no, no. You're not I, I mean, I think breadth and depth is something that grows over time, right? Like to me, to me, you made the, the black SS taken back Sunday, you know, right? 
full transparency, taking back Sunday always felt really far afield to me in that of that world of sound. If I actually put it down, especially in the advancement of the way things are now, it's not. In no. production things, this, that, the other, you know, it's it's like two steps further over from saves the day, maybe, and maybe not even if you're talking about later saves the day. Um, also, saves the just, day. We, this is a. Uh, I'm sorry, this is going to be a deep conversation because saves the day gets a cutout that saves the day gets a cutout because they they were a lifetime clone when they started. Lifetime gets a cutout. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like lifetime so, is so like, because well, so that's mm. exactly right. So you get lifetime. Because it was a new age band, hardcore guys doing this thing. They were playing in almost exclusively to the hardcore scene. You know, like they were a hardcore band. Then at the end, they find a sound that clearly aligns more to pop punk. You know, they were playing shows with the Bouncing Souls and doing a few things like that. But especially early on, they were in the new age scene. And then they branch out. Saves the Day comes along, has X members of Hands Tied. And are very much in this like, hey, we're we're kind of playing to this like, they played up their hardcore adjacent angle. Maybe they might be uh, proto adjacent hardcore yeah. because they really played up yeah. that angle. They wanted people to know like, hey, we're playing the Chromags intro. We're playing these shows with hardcore bands. Right, their first tour was a bane. That's right. That's right. And then they did tours with like Far Side and Fast Break. You know. Um, and then Weezer, <laughs> right? So yeah. um, they get they get a uh, they get the exclusion. They get an exception um, when, in fact, they were kind of closer to the other than they were to the thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, as we've talked about, uh, uh, Hot Water Music, uh, Gainesville Hardcore. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, right. This was, you know, we, we we talk up adjacent stuff because it's really having a moment, but we got to remember yeah, that. There, there's always been a there's always been a thing yeah it, it, uh, uh, it's on. more acceptable now though. it is more acceptable now and it's not like one that you have to um, it, you don't feel like you're in some type of weird club when you meet somebody that also likes that thing you go, <laughs> you, you, you go oh yeah of course yeah, right. sure. yeah, well, yeah I mean that's what Field and Farside and all those bands were mm-hmm. 100% and, and, in the 90s those are the bands you were allowed to like yeah, uh, and may- maybe Texas is the reason, depending on where you were That's at. The reason and, sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was. Uh, by the way, I, I I listened to the I guess unreleased Orange Nine Millimeter record that I never le- listened to before in my life. The okay. final one. I, 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 Bob, have you given that a shot? Never. Is it good? It sounds like the fucking prodigy. <laughs> it's, okay. It's, uh, it's now really, it's it's pretty wild. <laughs> You say that, and all of a sudden it rings a bell. So maybe I tried and, and kind of not blocked it out, but just willfully forgot it. Um, wow! So dudes so were long, long, yeah, dudes be trying. Um, <laughs> do you, have you spun into another soul control yet? Uh, no, I, I can't. Okay, <laughs> I can't. dudes it's, were trying things. Uh, they were so trying. Here's, here's what I want to say. Uh, I if you ever feel like someone's uh, taking a pot shot at your diverse range, or you know, nah, man, everybody, everybody had that diverse range. I think even Pat's, you're, you're diminishing it a bit. I get it, like, but I think if you told someone like I like Boston's and Earth Crisis, that that's a that's a range, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Um, and uh, and I just think people are maybe 
unabashed about that now, and that's as said, very healthy. Um, what else? What else we got? We got anything well, else? I, I, can I ask you, fellas? Yeah. Uh, do you know? Do you guys want to hear about the stuff that I listen to, or like, <laughs> yes, I, mean, I can yes. stay here. I mean, no, 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 no. Listen, I listen. You uh, jump in. I, I listen to the boss tone. He's really know. like, he, like listening to fucking Mingus over here. Relax. I didn't know there was decorum for this conversation, but I, the, the chair recognizes Tom. Go ahead. Well, I mean, we usually all go around, don't we? Yeah, am, no, am I no, crazy? You got, no, you go. Please give it to us. Or do we let Pat talk for 45 <laughs> minutes and I, I make some witty, like, by the way, Tom, that's Tom. fucking alternative. And then we can, we move on to the next thing. What are we doing? Oh, Tom, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> a, a, a listener asked me, he goes, it, it, uh, this was in uh, Austin, Texas. Shout out to him. Uh, he said, hey, hey, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, what's going on? He goes, is it a bit or does Tom really get close to smacking you? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was um, like, I was like, well, listen, we we are we are uh, geographically uh, separated. I was like, if we were in the same room, it's possible Tom would have stood up at least once. <laughs> I said, I, said, I said that's probably you know i said i said no i don't think tom would have slapped me but it, no. it, it's possible that we would have arrived at him standing up so i'm trying to yeah. there's there's a chance there's a chance there's some during the pandemic episodes there there would have been some chairs sliding out <laughs> yeah exact chair slides exactly right i mean it would have turned into like the new era sick of it all versus born against like <laughs> You hear like the the squeak of the chair moving, and it's like Pete yelling indiscriminately. That would have been me off mic, being like, "What the fuck? Take the fucking you know like." <laughs> now, Tom, I'm sorry, you were listening. It's a bit. Of, I think it's become more of a bit than yeah, yeah. That's what I told him. I, I was than legitimate because I'd run into you several times, and it wasn't like, "Well, I got one waiting for you." No, it's also I told him we, like we Popeye actually, style arms swinging and a like woo, 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 boom. <laughs> I told him it's it's not even like the politics we get a blustery right but like the thing the thing that like the the more likely to actually lead to conflict is sometimes I am uh indelicate with uh w- with people that we that we know you, you, you know what I mean some, some and and uh yes. And but that, I wouldn't slap you over it. I'd right. let them do it. <laughs> and then that can, that can provoke Tom into a state at, at times. So I said, like, I, I live here. <laughs> right, right. I said, if anything's going to put us put us in a space, it would be, you know, me being like, that fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, like they rap, and I go, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I saw when I saw uh, Incendiary, it's all love. You know what I mean? Like, and now oh, Tom, is that what you think? Well, it wasn't all slaps. <laughs> so, so, so let me say yeah. that. Pat walks Tom. out on stage. It's like, dun, 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 dun. You had one chance, <laughs> one opportunity. <laughs> Listen. I was throwing uh, up in the bathroom before you went out there. Can we respectfully to a very good band? incendiary respectfully and uh, i i saw uh see, what are we doing you see <coughs> they just I, hear I, off the listener yeah. <laughs> i just am this I, is the time that i get up and i go shut the fuck up am, uh, this is all i'm asking am i am i alone in in the rap comparison am i am i just answer me this am i alone no probably not okay all right thank you <laughs> you <laughs> say it with like a certain gravitas that it's like i don't like, i think they're a good band <laughs> In fact, listen, I think they border on like a great band. You know what I mean? Like I, when, I think when, they're legit a great band. When but when I, here's the thing. I, I so I don't revisit their records that much. So I go, yeah, good band, good band. But then 
I forgot. I, I saw them recently and I, and I was like, Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Like, Oh, this is like Chicago. This is like the third time they've like ever played here. And there's like a thousand people going fucking ape shit. Like at their slayer. Yeah. It's also like, it, I, I don't know how to describe this to people because typically you get it from playing a thousand shows, not from playing several hundred or whatever. But like, but like it, it, it you get uh, a type of stage acumen you know, I mean, you'll see this among, you know, like if you watched uh, uh, current current Madball, you could see this. Do, do you know what I mean? You could just get a stage acumen where you where you're kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, what would be the, what, what's the NBA comparison? Uh, like, uh, you, you know, your 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 court IQ or whatever. You know, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? like right, right. Uh, th- that's a uh, and incendiary having. You know, they they play limited shows per year. They have it. They they have like a real like uh, uh, stage command that I think is impressive. So I'm taking nothing away from them by saying that, you know, this was some rap in there. But uh, Tom, you were saying the bands you listened to as a young. young yeah. Kid. Like what, what's your early range <laughs> and a pin in the bit? Because I got a bit <laughs> conversation for us. Um, well, I think I told the story on here before, but like, I, I mean, I love New York hardcore because that was what I was around. Mm-hmm. But I also liked a lot of grunge. Mm. Yeah. And I loved ministry. Okay, so I do not necessarily consider grunge adjacent, but I do consider ministry adjacent. Do you agree or not agree? You broke up a little bit. I didn't catch that. Oh, uh, I say grunge not adjacent, even though it literally is. I didn't. I wouldn't have considered it. Right. It's like what those dudes did after they did hardcore bands. Yeah, right. It's right. literally adjacent. However, I didn't consider it that at the time. I might have considered ministry adjacent at the time. Yes or no? Yeah, because I think that was like <coughs> – Excuse me, alternative enough. Yes, I, I mean, you had to be like a fucking weirdo to like them. Yeah, like Pearl Jam was like you know your little sister knew Pearl Jam. That's right. Or like your you know like your cool you know like your uncle who listened to Ozzy still liked Pearl Jam. Yes. <laughs> but like it was one of those things. Still though, I've got I used to go to like when I'd go to a show that I wasn't expecting to go to, and I remember like showing up at like a pretty scary show in Brooklyn, and I had a fucking Soundgarden Bad Motor Finger shirt on. That just made you cool, man. And I was like, this could have been a target. <laughs> you know what? Like, I felt like such a dork. Like now, if if I if I showed up in a fucking bad motor finger shirt, people were like, I'll give you ninety bucks for it. Right. Then I was like, they're gonna beat me. Yeah, listen, I I saw a photo of Drug Church, uh, and it, it, shout out to Dookie, who uh, I sent you guys the photos. Those are crazy photos. Incredible. Uh, w- w- one of them. Uh, tell me if this is. I know this is crazy. There's a lot of people at hardcore shows of a certain time who loved Lamb of God and they loved Nile, right? You could see mm. those shirts at a lot of hardcore shows. Yeah. Now, now, I did not expect to catch a kid stage diving with a Lamb of God shirt at a drug church show. Is that my <laughs> my old man ignorance? <laughs> or is A, Lamb of God popping with young people and B... Is it something that you would imagine has significant crossover with what I do? Or C, uh, was that kid just lost? I think you caught a drain stray. Ah, uh, I did catch yeah, a drain stray. You're right. Drain stray. Whoa. Like I'm thinking like Randy probably like propped out drain somewhere. No that question. could be. No and like a dude is there like, I'll go check out drain and, and they see drug church. You're like, fuck, this band's a lot of fun. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which is know, great. That, I mean, that's that the whole fucking sense. point. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Or maybe, you know, we'll hear whatever the new uh, – wait, wait to hear what the new uh, Lamb of God sounds like. 
<laughs> what if it was a note note for note interpolation of a drug church record? <laughs> Right, everything's like self self-deprecating lyrics about you know yourself and cancellation and sleeping on turtle bedspreads and stuff, and you'd be like, "Wait a minute, should I Yo. should I listen to Lamb of God?" Uh, yes, no, no. no. What if Don't what not. if Lamb of God and Drug Church did a collaboration record? What what is t- wait? Hold on, Tom. What does the Lamb of God Drug Church collaboration record sound like? Mighty Mighty Boston. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. What is right. the- Randy singing? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, to do what? You know what I mean? The trade off. Uh, I can't get a hold of the guy in Pig Destroyer. That's the guy I want to duet with. You know, <laughs> that, that, that's. You can't that, get a, I mean, it, listen. We could find him. Uh, could yes, find, anyone who knows the dude from Pig Destroyer. But he seems. Someone to keep, knows him. Seems to keep to himself. Because uh, yeah, I. He's, got a, he's probably got the internet. Yeah, he probably got the Maybe. Internet, but, I don't know. But normally, Maybe. I'm. Normally. If we're talking about somebody, even even somewhat big bands, we we the, between the three of us, we tend to know somebody who knows them. Uh, sure, I, right in their orbit. Yeah, I reached out to the people that that I would think would know. Uh, it just there wasn't any connection. Mr. Destroyer, no. Uh, yeah, Mr. Destroyer. Can I can I uh, just ask you guys a question while it's on the top of my head? Of course. Uh, do you know what Rival Sons is? Not Rival Mob uh, and yeah. not Rival Schools. That's that's right. Yes, um, bigger so, band. So I'd never heard the name before. They're playing both of the uh, uh, festivals, the uh, the uh, Norway festivals that I sent you. I just looked. Uh, also playing with Bob Villain, uh, not Bob Dylan, but uh, Bob Villain. Oh yeah, yep. yep. Uh, which is, I guess, a popular UK thing that I was. Nobody lets me in on anything. But <sighs> um, but anyway. Rival Sons. Nobody lets me in on anything. Here, Gramps, you check this out. <laughs> Rival, Rival Sons. I, I went and looked. What it, I said, this is billed very high. What is this? I just want to read this to you. <clears throat> Rival Sons formed in Long Beach where Jay Buchanan, uh, Jay Buchanan is a hyperlink to um, Rival Sons, uh, and, and uh, Michael M- M- Miley live. Buchanan previously recorded as solo artist with his Buchanan band. He, he independently released All Understood 2004 and True Love EP in, two, in 2006. I promise this is getting better. Rival Sons formed under the remnants of guitar guitarist Scott Holiday's previous band. He had been active in a number of bands, including Human Lab, who were signed to Atlantic Records, but which he left and formed Black Summer Crush. Uh, and so, it, oh, okay. 2006, Buchanan starts looking for a singer on MySpace. Seems crazy. Drummer, yeah. my, drummer Michael Miley had previously worked with Buchanan as well as having been in Veruca Salt and the Carson Daly TV show band. Wow. Where he met bassist Robin Everhart playing at a benefit concert at Isaac Hayes' house for Hurricane Katrina in Long Beach. What the fuck? (laughs) The cards just keep coming. So uh, this is – okay, so the band released – in, uh, an album and are invited to perform uh, as a supporting act for ACDC, Alice Cooper, and Kid Rock. Uh, I don't think that was a, sh- uh, a, a tour. I a think tour. That, each individual. So, uh, oh, also they performed on the racetrack during the Indian Indianapolis 500. Big win. That's big. <laughs> so, but here's my, here's my thing. <laughs> uh, uh, and then it gets weird. Uh, they are on earache. Or not any longer, but they were signed to Eric, which is the it, 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 
and then they okay so they're on earache and then they play gene simmons aces and angels super bowl party (laughs) wow could you look hey rival sons i got nothing bad to say about you i haven't heard a note of your fucking music uh, but this that's gonna get locked in a porta potty and fucking umlaut or whatever. I the fuck not, yeah, I'm sure that they're they, they don't look like uh bruisers, but I'm sure they hire crew to do that. Uh, but <clears throat> here's the thing I'm saying nothing bad about this band, don't know their music. Uh, doesn't this feel like the most LA phenomenon you've ever heard of in your fucking life? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. At Isaac Hayes' house? Yeah, we met at a benefit for Hurricane Katrina that took place in Long Beach at Isaac Hayes' house where I got together with the drummer of the Carson Daly TV show band. (laughs) Right, now you're playing like pretty high up on like Norwegian Festival. (laughs) That is fucking... You should write that like right in a version of Drug Church. I got another good one. You'll go. Uh, uh, Storm Thurgeson. Uh, who had worked with bands such as Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and Genesis, created, that sounds made up. created the cover art for the album voluntarily. That's the language. <laughs> voluntarily. So he didn't, so didn't put a gun to his head to do it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Guys, he wasn't coerced. He wasn't threatened with violence. <laughs> I mean, it probably was like meant that he did it for like free or something or like did it and then handed it over and re- like – that's pretty great, though. Voluntarily. Voluntarily. <laughs> right. It was not a hostage situation. Yeah, I'm doing the podcast voluntarily. You'll be happy to know, fellas. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> but Sometimes so, I question that, but yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Rival Sons. Um, Shout out to yeah. Rival Sons. Um, we had a lot of cool feedback on our new music episode, so shout out. Uh, yo, there's so much good stuff out right now. I just I, After the episode, I forgot... Um, stuff that I've enjoyed. I actually want to give a shout out to our, our our buddy Gray from Fort Wayne, Indiana. His band, Colossal Man, is good. Yes. It's mm. really good. And it's been really interesting to see fast, kind of 80s-inspired, moshy hardcore uh, take root in places where it almost has never existed before. Love um, it. Yeah, really cool. So shout out to Colossal, man. Uh, and just shout out to new music. Um, I'd like to make an apology oh. from my from my notes app. Mm. Uh-oh. Last week I made uh, an error in geography. Um, uh, I would really like to apologize to the band Without Love, who are uh, due to the split 12-inch with Time Heist from Colorado. Without Love, not from California. They're from the United Kingdom, so I wasn't even close. Yeah, no. So I apologize. This will never happen again. I, I will be going to rehab to make sure that you know I deal with my. Quite, you know, I'm going to take a history class. I'm going to audit class. Yeah, I'm going to audit a geography class yeah. at the uh, local college. And um, my apologies to Without Love. Mm. Shout out! It's important you um, did that. That was brave. Thank you, thank you. It's hard. It hurt. It took me all week to write that. <laughs> Yo, let's uh, let's let's have a little fun here at the end. Okay, let's uh, do a little fun. Play a little game. I also have a new game that I'm percolating on, but uh, that that's got I got to figure out what I, I think it's going to be a give you advance notice game. Uh, at, do you have like a test kitchen? Do you like have some people uh, around? Like, we'll get sandwiches. Before. I'm going to test these with I you. Have, like, I have done it before. Yes, I have. Amazing. You're like Andy. Come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, amazing. Mo- mostly, I let it. I got to work it out in my head, and it's one of those things. 
where I don't know if either of you guys have had this, but you have an idea and you're like, all right, let me put it down, write it down, get it down, and then let me come back to it the next day and be like, yeah, this is this is cogent. This can work. All right, I can make this work. Uh, that's that's so there's been a few where I'm like, ah, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> but it sounded like yeah, this one's a good one. Uh, but I think it's gonna be an advance notice. This one, this game is a game we teased uh, straight from the brain of a friend to the podcast, Bobco from Gel. It's called the Bobco game, aka put them in the blender. We name a band, and you have to say, it's like if you took this this band and this band. So essentially, you're dissecting them. It's like a reverse blender. Um, so let's see. Uh, an easy example. Um, either of you guys got an easy example. Um. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, let's, let's do power. Uh, I, 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 Here's, here it is. Okay, go, go ahead. What's hey, your dude. example? Hey, Brit. Okay, heat breed is like if you put, hmm, um, if you put Slayer and the Chromags in the blender. I would have said Sepultura and Agnostic Ooh. Front. Oh, it's Chaos AD and Agnostic Front. There you yeah. go. There it is. Perfect. There we go. So there. Good so job, that's Eddie. the game. That's the game. Uh, it's a fun one. I put down a list of bands for this game. All right. That. We have some bands we hit all the time, and I'm like, oh, let's let me let me spend time thinking about bands that we don't hit all the time, but that are of note, you know, or you know, whatever, and can lead to conversation. So, um, and please, if you guys want to go off the cuff and throw some in there, just holler out, but I'll take the lead, guys. The Suicide File. Oh. Or don't think too hard. You got to kind of go yeah. off the cuff. Yeah. Um, damn. Okay. Black flag and SSD. Suicide uh, file. No, listen, there's something that is, where's the punkiness coming from? Where's the rock coming from rather? The rock punkiness. I know. Um, That's the part I can't. I, I feel like that comes from black flag. You could get a little bit. I might go poison point. idea. I might uh, go poison idea. I, I would go poison idea and hope con in the blender. Um, but hope yeah, they, got a little yeah. bit of rockiness in them too, especially a lot later of, on. A lot right. of they got rocky after, after suicide file. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So okay, those bands see. kind of like, uh, and it's, it is cheating a little bit to say hope con. Um, and I also think we always talk about it. I'm thinking it's a fucking Circus 77 Unbroken record. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yes, yes. Okay. So Circus uh, 77. That's the debate became its own genre. It did, yeah. And I was, I'm thankful for it every day. Um, yes. But, but okay, so uh, let's do this. I agree with Tom on that one. Uh, but where – okay, so if that's accounting for kind of the driving rock elements, uh, what is what is the other linchpin – music sonic component of Su- suicide file what, what what is it um i would say uh, is there boston in there 
would be the question. Uh, well, yes, but I, it's not well because I I would think that you could probably you could probably say Slapshot is is in there. Is it the other one? I don't know. I might go I, I, if it's between Slapshot and like SSD. I might go SSD um, because I think it's a little more driving than Slapshot. Like Slapshot's so good, and they have some of the elements, but like the Suicide File, I think. They have their ballady LP songs, right? But I think overall they have a faster tempo than Slapshot. Yeah, you might be right. Whereas their tempo might match up with SSD more more closely. Or DYS, maybe? DYS. I, I would give it to DYS. So, okay. So, uh, so we're going to say Unbroken uh, Circus 77 meets DYS. Okay. That, I, I'm good with that, actually. Yeah, I can live with those. I like that. All right. All right. Good. Um and we'd like to hear Dave if you're listening. Yeah. He's how far off are we? Let's go. Let's go, DW. Um, oh, D. How come I never called him Darkwing Duck? Damn it! Uh, shout out, <laughs> shout out. Anybody I know who has DWT? I had a great friend Terry W in high school. I used to say, "Do the Darkwing Duck theme to her initials." Oh my god! Um, all right, Ink and Dagger. Why do you? This Swiss? one is very hard. Yeah, it's Swizz, but Ooh, then that's what else? Really good. Um, is it? I mean, is it? Yeah, Swizz or Blue Tip, and then it's because something like that, that really takes the base for those weird places. Um, okay. Uh, Any like Discord? Like, oh, 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 oh. is it Fugazi? No, no it's it, it, it's. Uh, you could say Rights of Spring though. You, you you could a hundred percent, but I don't think it. you could say Swizz meets Rights of Spring. No, I think you need something that's a little more chaotic. You know, like Rights of Spring gets Swizz and Moss Icon. Swi- yeah, it, it, Swizz and the Cramps. The, Maybe uh, Swizz and Heroin or something like that. Like I'm thinking Gravity Records, like keyboards and stuff. Yeah, I'm just thinking of something like like more discordant and crazy. Sure, you know, what like I mean? a thirty, a three one G kind of. Yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe oh, um, Rorschach and Swizz. Too heavy. Rorschach's uh, too heavy, but I'm thinking of like the like the fast Rorschach like Protestant material, like when it's kind of because it's noisy and gnarly, but then you angle it at some of the more. Stop go. I don't know. I think there might be something there. Um, okay. All right. I, I think I like Rorschach meets and Swizz, but um, if you can refine it more, like I'm not going to lie, Unbroken gets used. We can't use Unbroken for as a base over and over. And I'm not as much a fan, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they use that as a, a comp too. Oh, you might be right. I, it's really uh, what's the one fellow's name? Dom. I would be so curious to talk to him about what the actual influences are because I don't know who did the bulk of the. I think he wrote the music, but I, I don't know. It's a very strange band. For everybody in our listenership who just continues to sleep uh, on Ink and Dagger, it, it, I, we take it as a given that you've all listened, yeah, uh, and many of you have not. It, yep. it, it, I mean, yep. man, listen, the, the, you know, when you have moments with the podcast where somebody says something to you and, and, uh, and, and you kind of go, wow, I'm glad that I could bring that into somebody's life. That's sure. how, that's how I felt about 
the kid that approached me and talked about how much Swizz meant to him. Never knew them before we talked about him, went and checked them out. Now he listens all the time. I love Swizz that much. I would feel that way about Ink and Dagger. If you've never listened to Ink and Dagger, yeah. uh, go listen to uh, Drive This Seven Inch Mistake Through My uh, Philadelphia Heart. Philadelphia Heart, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, it, 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 do, do this one for us. <laughs> You know, that, I mean, here's the thing. We we say this a lot. Any episode can be someone's first episode. In a music that all three of us agree on, that record's one of the best records of the 90s, I think. For sure. Like, And it surprises people when they hear it. Um, yeah. And, you know, look, spade a spade, Ink and Dagger had a cultish following, no puns, uh, but they they weren't the biggest band ever when they were a band. They just wrote really fucking good records that have held up to the test of time and, and like sound timeless. Like they're really good. You know, like I could see someone be like, ah, oh, this isn't my thing, I guess. But there's an energy to those records, especially their best records. I think the the first LP and Drive This are both awesome, awesome. So yeah, the Vine Art of Original Sin, yeah, which is like is a a great record, great, 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 great. So great, great. Uh, uh, yes, uh, what, what is so Don? Okay, so so Don. I thought you called him Dom. I did. I'm like, yeah, I did. You did. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, Dom uh, Devore from fucking Ink and Dag over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Palmyra, you know. Well, <laughs> listen, that band did did like a, I mean, I'm sure this wasn't intentional or whatever, but it, it was such the uh, Sean McCabe upfront sort of thing, right? So, so uh, Don uh, DeVore, who has had a career and and does interesting things, uh, could, you know, I'm calling, I'm out, out here calling him Dom. Sorry. Don, <laughs> let's put some respect on your name. Uh, he was in Frail, right? So Correct. like, so... <laughs> I mean, it's it's cheating. This to might say be the fr- first time we've ever talked about frail on the podcast. So can't be. I think can't it is. Be. I think it is, dude. Hey, listen, for people that don't know, uh, frail was both a thing people referenced and could be found in every cutout bin at every record store in North Correct. America. I don't know how those two things were possible at the same time, but I assure you, I was there for it, and they were. So. <clears throat> Uh, I, it's unfair to say Frail was an inf- influence on on the band, but like it's kind of a natural, very natural evolution right there. Because uh, it, it, if you take Frail and then you add Swizz, you really you really do have Ink and Dagger. I'm I'm sta- I'm standing on Moss Icon. I, I'm that's that's where I'm standing. You're saying Swizz Moss Icon? Yep. I just you know what? Maybe Moss Icon's hitting the same spot I was looking for with heroin. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're we're speaking the same language on that. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay, all right. Um, a more contemporary one, "Pain of Truth." Well, so that's an interesting one that's because that's Hatebreed, right? That's what Ooh, I would say. That's a nice. That's a yeah, yeah. That's what I would say, but, but I don't know if it's cheating because they kind of let us know. <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? Like, yeah, I mean, they wear it on their sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not. But honestly, like credit to them for doing it. Yeah, oh yeah, like for those sure. two, that's that's some peanut butter and jelly shit, right? Like, yeah. But think how many bands go. This is what we are going for, and you're like, well, you didn't hit it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Really that's right. Well, and and it's. I think there's been a lot of. Oh man, Tom, you nailed it. 
There's been a lot. I mean, of they nailed it. Like they go, we like Madball and Hatebreed, and you go, well, you did the band that it, you wanted, you aimed to to do. How many yeah. bands have been in that pocket where it's like, what are they trying to do? Well, kind of like a Madball thing and like Hatebreed, but not not they. There's been one million bands, local yokels and bands who've gotten more than that. Sure, who not <laughs> hit that sound, and Pain of Truth did it, and uh, it's. Uh, that is why people respond to them the way they do. So, kudos. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, turmoil. Let's see. What year? What year? I, mean, I think they're Rorschach. Yeah, they're Rorschach. But what I year does that? that? What year does the one record come out? Ninety-eight. Uh, Ninety-five. Oh, is it ninety-five? Uh, I'm thinking. Of, what's the LP? Early. What's the LP? The, I'm process thinking of, of I, the one that people are the, 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 like. Uh, yeah, process that, of is Century Media, and it's also let's see. Hold on. Uh, turmoil. If it's '95, that's such an impressive band, man. Oh, from Bleeding Hands was '96. No, that's process of is '99. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> what I, was, I, I knew there was a big gap. I knew there was the first record, and then process of is later. Yeah, I um, don't want to disrespect uh, from Bleeding Hands. I'm sure it has fans, but the process of is is for, even like the stuff. It, this has fans, but the process yeah, of yeah. is in, a genuinely impressive record. Right, so I think that that's the one that stands out in most people's minds. Uh, I don't know how much of an evolution between from Bleeding Hands and the process of. I think probably just a refinement, right? Uh, I I I would think this Rorschach definitely Dead Guy, but Dead Guy's contemporaries in '96. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know if those two things are close. Too close. Uh, Turmoil is bringing something else into the mix to me. I know, but but so could it be Dead, could it be Rorschach and Damnation AD? I don't. I'm well, to here's my thing. Dead Dead Guy. Now Dead Guy uh, Fixation was '95, and if the the EP that it's based on must have been the year before, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, I can hear Dead Guy. We all as soon as Dead Guy came out, everyone's like, you know how like American Nightmare came out, and everyone yeah. went, oh, we're gonna do that now. So, yeah. So, okay. so Dead Guy was the band that were like, oh, right. So everybody, this is the thing. Dead Guy. If you listen to those songs, has a fucking like you can you can feel in the actual rhythm of the music the parts where the guitars swing upward and downward (laughs) in the man's hand you understand you can feel it It, and, and turmoil does that on the process of where you can in listening to that record you can feel the quick jerk from like you know, uh, I, I'm not good with my angles, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, extended away from the body, pulled towards yeah, yeah, the body. coming back. 90 to 45. Yes, 90 to go. 45. And that is, you can hear it, which is the real magic of these records. And, mm. uh, that's why, so that's what Rorschach did not have over dead guy. There's people that love Rorschach. You know what I mean? They, they're, they're on this podcast. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. different different energy dead guy had a different energy from that and you, that's right you're not and, wrong. and so but i don't know if tom what do you think fixation comes out in 95 those these uh-huh. dudes were probably yeah. plugged in in 94 it's almost certainly an influence on the process yeah. of i don't know if it's a, a direct influence on uh 
uh, from Bleeding Hands, right? Because that was the year before. No. That was a year after. So probably not. But I don't know. I don't know. Remember, I, remember, part of this activity. I, we we will get in the weeds, and getting in the weeds is actually fun and good chatter. Part of the activity is to give this to playing this game, so someone can hear it and go, "Oh, wait, you're saying that's like dead guy in this." I love both those things. Let me go listen to this turmoil record. Um, so I think Dead Guy is the good place. I think Dead Guy. Yeah. Am I Instead wrong? of Rorschach. Yeah, exactly. I think Dead Guy, on a certain branch of things, Dead Guy replaces Rorschach. Um, Absolutely. In that. So so Dead Guy meets what, though? Because this record, Turmoil's a, a bit crunchier. Something more technical. Something, yeah. No, I, I'm going I'm to say something more technical. Uh, they might have been... I don't know. There's some there's there's some fast parts on it too. Uh, let's see what was. I mean, Jim Winters was in Turmoil, and he was also on Destroy the Machines. Yep, yep. But but so, but but and uh, uh, wrote how yeah, Destroy he, the he, he, he did, wrote I, it, and he was Conviction and all that. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, we got to talk about Conviction. That was one that the uh, young dudes we were on tour with was like, I think Conviction, and I was like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. The, uh, a band I wish I loved because that name conviction. Yeah, what a, yeah. Sh- I said everything exactly should have been cool. Should have been. Uh, should have loved it. Okay, um, here's where we might be experiencing a blind spot. Mm-hmm. We're doing two. We're two subculture. Uh, so this could be dead guy and. It could be like fucking Pantera. That's what I'm saying. This could be dead guy and and fucking. Um, uh, uh, fucking uh, and justice for all Metallica. Or something. Yeah, okay, we're gonna be, leave. We're gonna leave the question marks on this one. Uh, somebody's gonna hit us with it and go. It's dead guy and blank. So right, w- hit us with it. W- we're looking forward to it. Uh, let's right. do. Let's do one more. And and if you like foundation, you'll like turmoil. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, like is is this is turmoil the process of one of the most slept on metallic hardcore metalcore whatever you want to call it records? Yes. I think so. Yeah, because absolutely. because it's also absolutely essential. Uh, it, it, it's like, yeah, it's essential. Uh, by the way, I was going to say machine head, uh, would no. be an influence, but, but, but I don't think not, it goes that far over. But and those dude, that machine head was frowned upon. I, I listen, I get in it. hardcore, like now it's cool, but like, yeah, it was not Tom. Cool I then. think it was all, I think it was also a secret. Listen, like indecisions drummer used to wear like machine head shirts and stuff. And I'm like, stop wearing those fucking shirts. The hardcore shows. I get it. It's like, it's, it's like slipknot was for, (laughs) for an era as well. I get it. But I also think that there were evidently there was a great number of hardcore kids secret listening to slipknot. And, and I think there was a lot of hardcore kids secret listening to, uh, burn my eyes because, uh, I, I hear a lot of times when I think I'm hearing Sepultura, I go back and I go, oh, maybe I'm hearing oh, Machine Head. Yeah, maybe I'm hearing Machine Head. Um, oh, no. <laughs> so, All right. Um, uh, let's see. Here on. we go. Uh, freedom, Detroit. Freedom. Oh. Oh. Uh, this is another, AF. Yeah. Yep. This is another band that tried to wear it on their sleeves, right? So AF for sure. I think it's and, AF. And their approach. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, though, though that's like, easy and if you, wanted, a, if you wanted to be flip it around, nah, it's just AF and negative approach. It's an yep. easy one. Is that too easy though? Like I feel like uh, you, maybe maybe you want to say antidote and negative approach. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think. Like uh, see, they had a little bit of stomp in it, so it's like I, I'm trying to think. It's got the Midwest sensibility. That's what you got to keep negative approach in there. Well, or do you go? Do you go? 
antidote meets rival mob. Like, do you, like it's because it, it's got the negative approach in the DNA, but there is a little bit more modern stompiness to it. Yeah, which comes okay. from the Boston thing, but evolved. You know what I mean? Like, negative approach has stomp parts, but they're not like they're no. not the same way. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. Yeah, like they're the not like stomp. Neanderthal. Like, yeah. yeah. I think uh, this is obvious, but Rival Mob was made such a fucking impression. Like yeah. It, yeah. It, it, so you could for for basically any band playing uh, kind of in the pocket. We understand it to be hardcore post Rival Mob. You could tell me that Rival Mob was an influence. I go oh, yeah. okay. well, and and we. It's funny. There's this. So, as hence the reason I'm trying to do this. I, I chose freedom for a reason. I think freedom actually meant a lot to a lot of people. They toured a bunch. Uh, yeah, were kind I mean, of. They a, brought Detroit back. They were a, like a, a flag bearer band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Torchbearer band. Um, they they were great that whole era. But Rival Mob, what they did was they took New York hardcore and siphoned it through Boston hardcore. You know, like '80s Boston hardcore, and then New York hardcore, and we're like, let's just let's bobco this. You know, let's throw this shit in the blender, and it's like, yo, what if we took the best parts of SSD and DYS and Slapshot and the best parts of AF and Chromags right, and, and yeah, and, Ando, yeah. and Killing Time, and like threw that all in the blender and made a hardcore band. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, and their influence uh, is is pretty heavy. Um, so I think Rival Mob uh, yeah. and something else. Maybe Rival Mob Negative Approach. We'll do that so we get the Detroit love. I always struggle with that sort of stuff, though, too, though, because it's kind of like I try to, like, if if the bands almost, like, ran nearly concurrently, yeah. sure. yep. I go, oh, there's no way. But I go, right. oh, no. Like, yeah. I, it, there's so many bands that are, like, Rival Mob is of such, like, had such an impact yep. that, like, Band they change bands from record to record, but I automatically assume like there's no way like these dudes are definitely playing hardcore before Rival Mob play. You know, like I don't know sure. like where in the in the timeline Freedom and the Rival like how how often they crossed paths. But like I, I, I that's how I use as like kind of like a well they definitely was they were listening to this older band sure. when writing this record, but it's like. Maybe not. Maybe they were just fucking listening to their contemporaries, and I, I that's what they were. So there's two parts to that because you're you're totally not wrong. I think part of it is they were probably aiming at negative approach and thinking of that, but you also got to remember sometimes the influence of your contemporaries is so much that it's like, well, I'm going to write that, and then I'm going to have this little part because that's what sounds good. Maybe not even consciously that it was coming out. Here's the thing about Rival Mob. They start in 2006 or 2007. Like, they were around for a while. Their the first LP comes out in 2009. Hardcore for Hardcore comes out in 2010. The last, the Rev LP is in 2013. Freedom is definitely a band by then. I think Freedom starts 2010 or 11, something like that. Let me look at God, this. God, time, time moves. Um, but you yes, could, listen, there's also these wild cards because we go with, like, kind of... Um, I mean, it's the nature of the game is that you kind of go with the broad stuff that like would almost certainly be an influence. But you could also tell me that internal affairs, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like you, uh, you could tell me that that bands that were not necessarily massive, but 
left their mark and kind of you, you there's always that possibility that like for example the kids in freedom just yeah. completely fucking dialed in to something that is slightly more obscure and that's that's their chief inspiration do, sure. do you know freedom, what I mean? freedom like, starts it, 2012 it seems like 20 2011 2012 so i think that rival mobs a safe one there their lp that, which i think if you're going to check out freedom usa hardcore i think is their best record great record yeah. yeah. Um. And pay the price. The seven inch. The the. That's. I think they're either the first or the second seven. The first one I really know of, um, was really good. Uh. No, it's it's a good comment, Patrick. Uh, about the uh. The like. Like it's the nature of the especially thing. locality. Go, you know what club. I mean? Like 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 local. Like if you told me this band doing, like, uh, you know, ceremony, uh, trash talk. Internal Affairs was doing very fast, spastic, hardcore. And I'm not going to say ceremony, be like, yeah, Internal Affairs influences. But I bet they did not influence them too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those bands, right. if you see Internal, if you listen to the first Internal Affairs 7-inch or their demo, they were doing that kind of same thing that we, we attribute to like Trash Talk or Ceremonies earliest material, where it's just, it's not power violence. It's not tied to like an 80s hardcore flashback but it's like really fast kind of blast beating without without being you know grind or power violence it's it's fast fast hardcore right and it might have just opened those bands up to the bands that influence so you're not directly influenced by internal affairs maybe but maybe you know you go oh they like fucking infest or like no you know what i mean and like open up and then Ceremony does their take on the same pool of 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 influence. You know what I mean? Yep. All right. So this was a fun game. We're going to revisit it. Um, we're going to wrap it up, but I think it's kind of another important one. Um, I think a lot of people know how much I love the band Fast Break. If you don't know, I love the band Fast Break. Uh, Amen. Connecticut hardcore band from the mid and late 90s. Um. <laughs> Don't Stop Trying is one of the first hardcore seven inches I fell like in love with. I love capital L, Don't Stop Trying. Um, There was kind of this funny special connection between Fast Break and New Jersey. Uh, Early on, the Morris County kids all loved them. Then later, a lot of my friends at the shore, we all thought Fast Break was the coolest fucking band. Um, Received bad news that a member of that band, who was also involved in a bunch of bands in Connecticut... Yeah, uh, distance and blackened and yeah. using a lot of stuff. Yes, uh, break faith. Uh, Chris right. Leg has passed away. So um, really sad. Not uh, certainly not a, a guy of advanced age. Um, sad to hear it. Uh, thoughts go out to those uh, friends and family. And um, you know what? <clears throat> Spin one of his bands for us this week. And if you haven't heard him, uh, give it a chance. It's it's definitely yeah, worth your time. Good dude, you know, young guy. Real, it's a you know, it's a real shame. So recipes to him. Shout out to Fast Break. Shout out to Connecticut Hardcore. R.I.P. Chris Lag.